the Cups and Cakes Network presents Inside the Artist Studio. The interview you're about to hear was originally recorded June 23rd, 2018. To find out more about Cups and Cakes, visit them at cupsandcakespod.com. That's cups, the letter N, cakespod.com. What you're about to hear may contain filthy language and adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, Jeff coming at you before the show, before we get into my interview with Delilah. I just wanted to let you know that this interview took place outside Tubby Dog at uh, Sled Island 2018. Uh, Delilah is a Toronto band and easily my favorite band that I discovered at Sled Island 2018. They were my favorite performance that I saw at the festival and I just, I was so floored, I was so blown away. I'd actually already done all the interviews I was planning planning on doing and after they played on Friday night at Dickens I I tapped him on the shoulder and said hey hey would you mind doing an interview because I want I want as many people on the planet to know who you are as possible and hopefully this gets out to some more people that uh, maybe you never heard of Delilah and I I really hope you can appreciate their music so I will uh, go to the interview now it took place outside Tubby Dog so it's a you know the sound's not great but it's not too bad actually so i hope you enjoy thanks for tuning in taking some time away from their sled island experience to join me on inside the artist studio is delilah welcome to the show thank you Thanks. thanks for having us so let's start by getting to know your voices tell us who's who and what you play in the band uh i'm kyle i play guitar saxophone and vocals and I'm Julius, and I play guitar and some synth stuff. I'm Jude, and I play bass and some synthesizer as well. Sweet. So how are you guys enjoying Sled so far? Have you ever been first off? Uh, Jude has. Yeah, I have, yeah. But we haven't. The rest of us. And you're having a good time? Yeah. It's yeah. a blast. Nice. My mind is completely blown. Like The bands here are incredible. Since has a good time. It's good to hear. Uh, who have you enjoyed seeing the most so far? Pinks. Sharing yeah, Pinks. Sharing Pinks. Oh, am I taking you away from Sharing Pinks? Your sec- well, your we're going to see chance? them again, but we'll 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 see. Uh, we'll do this really fast because I missed That's Sharing okay. Pinks last night, They're so I best. really want to see them. Yeah, you got to see. There's them. also a lot of other bands that were incredible too, though. Yeah, yeah. we could like do shoutouts for like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dry heave, dry heave, uh, polydactic. Uh, calisthenics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was this other guy, World. What World was it? Brain. World Brain. I didn't see him, so I don't know how good he is, but <laughs> he's pretty great. <laughs> um, one day left in Sled. Is there anybody on your radar who you're excited to see tonight? I might try to see Shabazz Palaces tonight. Sweet. That would be really, really cool to be able to see that. Yeah. I want to try and see uh, Prissy Whip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Highly yeah. recommended from the Sharing Pink, so. Cool. You guys being from Toronto, you get a chance to see a lot of great bands a lot more than we do. So this, yeah, 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 yeah. no. <laughs> I mean, there's you, you got to dig. There's stuff there, but you got to dig for it. There's definitely like a lot of stuff that floats up from the states, maybe a little bit more. Yeah, but uh, I mean, we've been talking for the last few days about how incredibly concentrated, 
quality wise this festival has been yeah it's been so well curated we're just completely floored every every corner we take it's just been amazing nice um and i i think we typically like seeing a lot of maybe noisy or abrasive music and in terms of just the punk bands out here it's kind of it's i think it's far and away yeah um more impressive than a lot of the stuff we see back home so so most people that follow cups and cakes they're from western canada and might have never heard of you guys so could you give us a brief history of delilah uh, i guess a brief history would be that i i started the project i guess like in 2010 2011 just as like a recording thing yeah and it grew into a band at various points but it's gone through a lot of uh, different variations. Um, however, I would say that this is definitely the most cohesive lineup, and uh, in terms of actually like achieving whatever the vision was from the get-go, I think we're this this particular formation is the most inspiring for me. And it it seems uh, Erica's not here; she plays drums, mm-hmm. but uh, the four of us have been like sharing the the sort of creative process a whole lot more than that's ever been yeah um so like this band at one point was like just me and a cellist and that wasn't like the very beginning that was like for a year and a half in the middle so it really has taken some swings um but i think right now it's just we're doing a lot of different different things that we haven't even really flirted with in the past cool very cool so you put out two albums in 2017, the most recent being Daycatcher. So I figured we'd talk about that album for a little bit. What are some of the details surrounding the making of it and its subsequent release? I guess uh, the Daycatcher was a lot of songs that I had started to write during that period where I was playing with Peter Richard. Um, and he was the cellist that I was mentioning before. We actually recorded strings before any of the band stuff. Um, and at, at that point, around that time, Julius moved into my apartment. Uh, and so we connected musically. And uh, our neighbor, Amy Spears, was playing drums. Just we, It was really casual, just hanging out and playing music. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess that's when... Delilah started to become sort of like a band again. Okay. Uh, Peter moved to the West Coast, and then we subbed a cello out for drums, bass, and another guitar. Um, so I guess that that whole record took like a few months and a few different transformations to actually uh, come together, and it, it was an interesting process. The, uh, the other record that you mentioned, it was more of a compilation of just random jams from the house oh, okay. that I was able to smack together um, into a tape, yeah. which is like handy to have on the road or whatever. But Daycatcher was definitely like more of a consistent thing. Julius is on that record. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, it was nice to be able to put out like songs. Like a, or a full length LP Once it was done It was like really cool Yeah To have that I guess it's like Sonically it's very much The sound of The apartment we live in Because it's recording In two apartments um, Yeah just I mean the strings Were recorded in a different apartment But definitely It It, we, it kind of um, Was inspired by our surroundings In that regard Cool So you guys uh, Recorded it yourselves 
Yep. And then uh, did you get anybody to do the mixing and mastering? No, we just did it. Nice. Right on. So uh, we actually got thing? someone to master it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Just a connection that I had through some friends. Uh, who play in this band called Retired. They used to play... Some of them used to play in... Um, uh, what was Warren's name before that? Connoisseurs of Porn. Yeah, Connoisseurs of Porn. <laughs> and so they they had uh, a friend in the States, uh, Scott, who... Uh, Scott Craggs. And he uh, mastered it on the cheap. But it was just like something that we had to do before we pressed it to yeah. wax. So. yeah. Right before Sled Island, you guys were gracious enough to allow us here at Cups and Cakes to premiere a video of a live performance in an extremely unique location. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about how you ended up putting on a show in an abandoned subway station? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> that was some intense. I remember, so Delilah is always doing like shows in like weird places. Like just playing Dickens last night was like the first time in a very long time we actually played a real venue in a while. Yeah. So we've just been on this like weird road of Kyle coming up with wild ideas, and we tried to like find a sh- weird show. And then I was in the kitchen one day, and Kyle walked in and was like, "Let's play at a subway station." <laughs> and I was like, "No, <laughs> like people yeah, are gonna have the worst gonna time in rush hour, and we just like playing." the subway station and then you went back again into your room and then you came back again an hour after with a huge smile on your face and you found this old abandoned subway station <laughs> uh, we were just like this is never gonna happen but let's do it <laughs> yeah the decommissioned uh, lower bay station that it's cool because it hasn't been used since the 60s it was like functioning for only like six months or something okay and i think it was when there was talk of the uh what was it like the overpass the like just the spadina kind of thing anyway uh that station hasn't been used in so long but it's been used for like movie sets and different weird shit like that okay um, yeah so uh yeah i just started to dig and asked a friend of mine who used to work for metro Lynx, who i should talk to he mentioned this one guy uh, who's a city councilor named josh cole who just so happened to be the chair of the Music Advisory Council in Toronto, as well as the chair of the Tran- uh, Toronto Transit Commission. What? And so he just <laughs> happened to be sort of smack dab in the middle of this whole thing. Yeah. And so thank we, you, Josh Cole. Yeah, thank you, Josh Cole. This whole Shout interview out. is brought to you by Josh Cole. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So we, I badgered him in his office for a while, and I... Uh, we were speaking to Dan Burke, who's a local promoter. Legendary local yeah. promoter. Lo- the legendary Dan Burke. And yeah, we just told him um, we want to do this thing in the subway station. And he immediately was like, that's never going to work. Uh, what was he? He said yeah, it, the same he was just shy of playing in a hospital. <laughs> like, he's kind of. Uh, uh, anyway, he, he, I was able to sort of finally get a response from city council. They were like, we think this is a great idea. Nice. And Sorry to both of us I were shocked. Run. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much <laughs> for joining us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Julius will take over. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he was like, um, basically, we're, we were shocked that... They uh, were receptive to that idea, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. And, um, yeah, that, it was kind of... 
hectic. Well, incredibly hectic to try to figure it all out. Yeah. But uh, it ended up, we were, we pulled it off after months of like preparation, just trying to like troubleshoot a ton of different things. Super cool. And then film the whole thing, obviously. Yeah. Well, not exactly. Like we had a, I gave a camera to a friend and then there was a bunch of people that took iPhone footage and okay, we just yeah. gathered iPhone footage from people. Cool. And then we took the audio from different people's iPhones yeah. and the audio from the cameras and we slammed them together and then we pumped out that video. It's a great video. So it's like we <laughs> didn't have a recording of the board or anything, so it sounds a bit grimy, but I guess that's that's nice too. It was a grimy night. Yeah. It was a grimy night. Sweet. Speaking of it being a grimy night, am I to understand that Fucked Up also played that with you guys? Yeah, they did. Uh, and Tyreek Ordai. Tyreek Ordai and Isa Gullah. No way. Yeah. And uh, we were able to pick the openers and Dan picked the headliner. Yeah. So it was like one of these, um, not not one person that we asked said no. We didn't have to ask two people. Yeah. <laughs> it was really cool. <laughs> right on. Uh, so what does the rest of 2018 have in store for Delilah? Whew. Lots. Yeah. We get home and we record immediately, I guess. Nice. Um, our plan at the moment is to record some new material and pump it out really quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have some ideas of some other shows and maybe a, a quick other tour that we'll figure out soon enough. Cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean... We're we're sitting on a lot of recordings already. Mm-hmm. We we recorded a full length record this winter that we're sort of slowly coming around to mixing. We're deciding whether we're at the point right now where we're, we're sort of deciding what to do with all these recordings. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, and it, they sound great and a lot more cohesive, I think, than anything that we've done before. Cool, very uh, cool. Yeah, it's it's really exciting time. And since Jude actually joined the band, uh, we've been able to write a lot, and that process hasn't really slowed down. Nice. Um, which is really what we're doing it for. I mean, like, the shows and stuff and the stage is kind of fun, but yeah. I think we all really um, love just creating yeah. music, and that kind of thing interests us a lot more than, you know being on stage so oh that's that's so sad to hear like it's good to hear too but the show that i witnessed last night was one of the most special performances i've seen in a long time so thank you you should not shy away from the stage yeah you should not thanks (laughs) we'll be back again out here for sure right yeah Yeah, we'll be around i think uh, right now we we really want to get some of this new stuff out because we feel like it's it's more reflective of what we're doing currently yeah and like our live shows and stuff like that um so that's something that we're really looking forward to pumping out. Cool. Right on. Well, we do a thing here at Cups and Cakes. Uh, once we're done with the, you know, normal get to or normal questions that tell us about your band and your album and all that, you know, stuff that you get all the time. We do a rapid fire and the aim is to kind of lighten the mood if it needs lightning or whatever. But we want to know you a little bit more as people and not just as a band, right? So we'll we'll go through this. It doesn't need to be crazy rapid, but um, you know, 
the more rapid, the better. Okay. Yeah, I like that too. <laughs> right. Shearing Pinks is playing in I, the background. You can hear him in the background, me. and I would love to I get love in there. I love that band. <laughs> so my first question is, what album sparked your love of music? <laughs> I'd have to go pretty early times, but like recently or just like... No, no, no. First. Yep. It's going to be embarrassing. It usually always is. Uh, Unless you had really cool parents. Mine's not too too embarrassing. Mine would be Neil Young Harvest. Yeah, I think like, it's uh, Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, yeah. We yeah. listened to Dark Side on the way out here. Nice. In the car. The cassette. Yeah. <laughs> it was glorious. <laughs> uh, what's your current musical obsession? Alice Coltrane. Ah, uh, the fall. Burgers or pizza? Pie. Always. Ah. Uh, uh, burgers. How do you take your coffee? One milk. Double shot. Third wave. <laughs> Julius really loved that question. <laughs> Espresso. No sugar, no cream, no bullshit. <laughs> That's his motto Perfect. in life. Perfect. <laughs> Alcohol or marijuana? Uh, beers. Sure. I'm off the. I'm off the weeds. Uh, <laughs> I used to be. Uh, that used. That question would have been a 180 a year ago. But yeah. Fair enough. What's the best movie you've seen recently? Godfather. Oh, uh, uh, what is it? The one that I watched with Pat? Uh, Lift Nail and I? It's like this BC or uh, British comedy. I can't remember it, what it was called. Anyway, it was really great. <laughs> right on. How many pets do you have and what are their names? Zero. Zero. What's the best thing to happen to you on stage? Eye contact with Jude. Just playing Lula Lounge. <laughs> Lula Lounge is this really weird uh, venue that's like a salsa ba- salsa venue. Okay, and it feels like something out of Havana in the '60s. No way! It's like really colorful. It feels like you're in Godfather Two or something. Crazy! It's really cool. And we we played there in February this February and put on a show there. And just looking around. I mean, the subway was cool, too, but that was just, like, a different world. (laughs) What's the strangest job you've ever had? Janitor for Tennis Canada during the Rogers uh, Cup or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Actually, yeah. I've had some really weird jobs. Baking cookies? Oh, yeah. He's a cookie baker at home sometimes. That sounds awesome. (laughs) If you could open for any artist on the planet, who would it be? What about, uh, what was her name? Susan, uh, Yeah, Susanciani. Susan Sanciani. <laughs> would be the weirdest bill ever. Yeah, we would awesome. have to pull out some serious stops yeah. <laughs> to make that work. But I think that that would be like a full sack set for me. Yeah. Nice. But I think we, we could do something. What was your favorite childhood toy? Uh, Nerf bow and arrow. K- kitchen tools. <laughs> Julius really loved that spatula. See, and now he's baking You're cookies. You're destined to be all, a baker. Yeah, it all comes around. It's not uh, that weird. Beatles or the Stones? Stones. Alice Coltrane. <laughs> <laughs> What's the best Canadian city to play? Ooh, uh, Calgary's pretty good. Yeah, Calgary's so far. Calgary during sled. Holy cow. Like the, the, I, I mean, not to just like toot the horn of this festival, but this has been like absolutely un- incredible. Yeah. Nice. Um, Spread the word back home. I definitely will oh, be. Oh, yeah. Awesome. What's the worst Canadian city to play? Ooh. Um, there's been <laughs> One, some <laughs> two, three. Kingston. Kingston. Oh, Kingston. Yikes. <laughs> 
I feel like if we were if we played Wolf Island, it could be fun. Um, but we played a show at this one place. I'm I'm just gonna piss on them because I don't care. Um, <laughs> uh, what was it called? Toucan. The it's Toucan. Like Irish pop bullshit. Yeah, the owner there is a total jackass, yeah. and uh, although they give you a guarantee of quite a bit of money to play, uh, we won't be returning there because of the way the owner spoke to our drummer. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Sexist bullshit, eh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was uh, Fucking not even just that. It was also just, like, offensive on so many levels. Yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, not to go into, not to be a Debbie Downer about it. We won't go into too many details, but fuck that place. Yeah, definitely. What is your favorite road trip album? Whoa. Uh, there's this record by F.J. McMahon called uh, Spirit of the Golden Juice, and it is absolutely magical country music. Cool. It's Never heard of it. Yeah, it got reissued last year, I think, from Sacred Bones or something. Was it Sacred Bones? Can't remember. I'm pretty sure. Um, but it is such a banging record. Like cool. every song is totally incredible. Yeah. So that's up there. Uh, I would say Dorothea Pass. Oh. That new tape. We're listening to it constantly when we were driving around. Can't remember what it's called. Uh, no split ends. Yeah, I think. Okay. It's. Uh, Dorothea is one of the best songwriters in Toronto. Yeah. And uh, any chance you get to see her perform, or if she happens to put out new material, uh, I would say play, pay very close attention because it's just, she's a breathtaking songwriter. Cool. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I got one last question before we can all go and watch Shearing Pinks. Great. If you could hang out with one of your musical idols, would you? Would we? Would yeah. I? Yeah, would you? I guess it depends on the idol, but... Um, God. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, the, the the tricky part for me is, like, the one guy that I've always thought of is, is Marky e. Smith, who who passed recently passed away yeah and he might not be the coolest guy to hang out with i no. don't know that you would have wanted to anyway but i probably would have done it anyway <laughs> yeah right on always been like wanted to like have had the opportunity to play a game of chess with john cage ah that's pretty too late as well but like yeah game yeah. of chess i like that he would like beat the shit out of me but yeah it'd be cool but yeah. then you don't actually need to talk too much because no, you're thinking, right? right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You great. could just stare into his deep, <laughs> dark eyes and <laughs> listen to some 433. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wonderful, guys. Uh, thank you so much for joining me on Inside the Art Studio. Thank you. Thanks for having us. And uh, we always end with uh, one of the songs from the band we're featuring. So do you guys have a, a track in mind for us to play at the end of this? Uh, Is this I Am? Sure. Yeah. Yes, I am. It's cool. We haven't played that song live in a long time, but uh, it was. It's a. It's a good one. Okay, we'll, yeah. we'll go to that. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank Thanks. You.
Cups and Cakes Presents is produced by Jeff McCallum. The featured track was played with permission from Delilah. Undercurrents from Atlantis Jazz Ensemble's album Oceanic Suite is the background music throughout the entire episode. Oceanic Suite is available through Ottawa's Marlowe Records. Find out more at MarlowRecords.com. Inside the Art Studio is one of many ways the Cups and Cakes Network highlights Canadian music. Visit our website, CupsandCakesPod.com, to browse our audio, video, and written content. That's Cups, the letter N, CakesPod.com. Thanks for listening.